0: Hi, we're live here with uh, Matt Schuritzel and Luke Walton of the Waco the New Waco Rowing Center in uh Waco, Texas. And we are going to be talking to them about how they got the idea and started this this crazy adventure of, start, of starting a rowing club. I just it's kind of hard to you know, I want to get into like how how you just thought you could do this because it's, an, it's a, l- a huge undertaking and I think you're doing it right. Um, so, hi, Matt and Luke. You hi. 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 <laughs> hi. Um, first of all, we're going to, this is episode 122. We started in 2018 uh, with the Rowing Chat Network and we went off on our own the next year. Um, we now have 122 episodes and a lot more planned. Like I said, Luke Walton and Matt Schritzel. Am I saying that right, Matt?
1: Yeah, it's good enough. Schritzel. Schritzel. There. Okay,
0: yeah. are with us to talk about uh, how to start a rowing club and how to forge connections with a community that the club is in, because it just you know it's unlikely to to succeed if you don't do that. I think um, my personal. Um, I'd like to acknowledge our sponsors. Uh, Good Inklings is my website designer, and she's Laura Williams. She's offering a, a website audit for our listeners. So if you want to contact Good Inklings, the slide is down, down the uh, row a bit, but um, goodinklings.com, and just tell her that you would like a website audit, and she'll do that for you. Um, thank you for listening and watching. Um, Resolute and Sykes, Sykes USA is the new, or Sykes Australia is the new owner of Resolute, or fairly new owner, I guess This is 2019, and uh, they uh, are quite, you know, a long time sponsor, and also the uh, manufacturer of my single, the Sykes that I love so much, so it's really nice to have them down there in Rhode Island, um, Resolute repaired and painted my boat recently, and they are the best. They're wonderful. Thank you for helping us keep the lights on. Also, Burnham Boat Slings, Burnham, uh, or Burnham Boat, and they're in uh, Lebanon, New Hampshire. Um, I just went up there last week and had a nice interview with Peter Kermond, who is probably everybody in the rowing community knows, <laughs> and Linda Murray, and uh, that'll be appearing on our uh, website in the coming weeks and months, I think I might put little bits out at a time. Peter said a lot of good things about how they, um, you know, build the customer service into sort of the, just the way way they operate. And uh, I was really impressed with that. Uh, there's good inklings. and again, again, if you want to do a, a website audit, you can. Um, contact Laura at goodinklings.com so guys how are you and how does it how does someone get the idea to start a rowing club and um like did you think it would succeed uh maybe Luke why don't you start us out and you can tell us a little bit about your rowing background and 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 this question then we'll take it up once Matt gets
2: yeah um i I think first and foremost um to kind of generally answer the question um this thing we find ourselves saying uh, serendipitously serendipity i mean there's a lot of things that have just kind of come together in waco that that matt and i look at one another and go well that that just worked out you know and and we can get into that um but real quickly on my rowing background i Grew up in San Diego. Uh, I was a swimmer uh, until the end of my sophomore year in high school and was burned out from swimming, switched to rowing my junior year, um, was actually told by my host high school uh, swimming coach, that is the stupidest idea I've ever heard and you'll never amount to anything in rowing. Um, <laughs> so that was my departure from swimming. Um, <laughs> fell in love with it, had an incredible experience at the San Diego Rowing Club and and uh, was fortunate enough to be recruited. Uh, I uh, landed at the University of California, Berkeley, and rode there under Steve Gladstone for four years. Uh, when freshman rowing still existed, I rode for Craig Amercanian and he was our freshman coach. We won the Pac-10 title back when it was Pac-10s in the national title freshman year, and then went on to win three varsity titles uh, in 99, 2000, and 2001. Uh, rode on the under-23 team, the senior team, and the Olympics in 2004, uh, and then found my way across the pond, studied at Cambridge, rode in the boat race for two years, and then found myself in coaching, uh, rowing coaching, triathlon coaching and things along those lines. Uh, also found myself in event management. I worked with the San Diego crew classic, uh, regatta mm-hmm. from 2014 to 2019, where I was director of operations for a number of years, uh, and interim executive director in my, my final year there in 2019, I decided to go back to cut coaching, uh, started a business called Rower Academy, and I work with high school athletes across the world at this point uh, on uh, positioning them to be recruited to, to row in college. And cool. most recently, I've, I have found myself uh, involved in, uh, in Waco, uh, both with the youth program and also starting regattas. Uh, the first one we'll have is this fall uh in Waco and uh, so that is how we're here today and my involvement with uh with Waco is through uh finding my way to matt and uh through conversations with him and uh, and then just uh seeing the promise and 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 what's available in waco and and really uh feeling there's there's great promise in this uh endeavor and and uh, embracing it fully.
0: That's so cool. I mean that. So that's a solid background. <laughs> thank um, you. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that uh, readyrowusa.com is our website, and this the uh, link to your regatta registration is on there. And thank you for correcting that last
2: night. Oh yeah, so, no, thank you but, for for posting that. You know, we're yeah. we're we're definitely trying to get the word out and get as many people excited yeah. about it as possible. It's a I great s- venue.
0: I saw you. Uh, you know, you spoke on the uh, rowing industry trade association meeting last uh, month, and I, t- I, s- I heard about that. And I thought, I got to help these guys get some, you know, get make this really solid, um, you know, well attended regatta. So I, yeah, I, we
2: I, appreciate that. And yeah, and I would imagine with 122 episodes under your belt, you have. <laughs> just the kind of following we're looking for to get more that
0: So you can always use more, you know, and- um, yeah,
2: That's true, and <laughs> that's to, true.
0: Yeah, if anyone's listening, um, we we are live streaming now. We'll put the uh, wonderful slides that Matt um, designed uh, up on our website and all the information is available on there, including the audio podcast uh, distribution. So there, we go to, you know, all of them. So anyway. So not uh, Matt, you wanna tell us how you and um Luke hooked up and what your rowing background is?
1: Yeah, I'll try and keep it uh quick. Um <laughs> so my rowing background is I'm from Philadelphia. So that's kind of cool in the general that mm-hmm. Luke's from Cali. I'm from the northeast to kind of the bastions of a uh, you know, rowing historically. I uh rode at the Haverford Boys School um in high school, went on the row at Cornell. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of come from a rowing family my brother's currently rowing at princeton my uncle rode at harvard um kind of the standard rowing family Mm -hmm. um and then during the pandemic uh my wife and i made a decision that we were just gonna follow everybody else with the texas effect and uh, make a change and so we packed our things and headed down to Waco. And uh, I had a sister-in-law who went to uh, Baylor and they moved, they they uh, had previously moved from Arlington, not that, not that uh, much before us. Mm-hmm. And I came into contact, I would say Luke and I are program founders for what we're doing. There was an existing club and that's what we- um,
0: I see. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. So that's, you know, but they've been there. It was a really, really good group of individuals who um, some of them knew rowing better than others. Um, and I, I would say one of the best things that's been, a, that we've found is that we've found really, really talented individuals who don't necessarily row first. They see the impact that rowing can have on youth first. And that has been very paramount to our speed with which what, with which we are moving. But uh, yeah, real quick, I, I uh, called up some friends, uh, John Stefanik from my, uh, my old club, um, Dan Walsh to come kind of check this water out because I saw it and I was like, man, I think this is some of the best water I've ever seen in my life.
0: So this was about what year?
1: Uh, last year. We best. are. Yeah, I moved to Waco in June. And uh, then, I, then Dan was like, yeah, it is. And then, uh, he, <laughs> and then, Dan, and then he was like, you got to get Luke involved. And I've been very, very lucky to both call yeah. Luke a friend and also be on this adventure with him
0: that's so great yeah well um what i think as i mentioned in the beginning is that um the really cool part of this is how you've had the you know insight and foresight to connect with the community and get get the waco community and sports community on board and uh, maybe one of you can talk a little bit about that um I'll put up these wonderful slides that you have, and again, we'll put them on the website, so no worries um, if you're not seeing them. But um, the state of US rowing at the international level mirrors opportunity we have in Waco is the title of this one. And this is by Dan, a quote by Dan Walsh. You wanna talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I'll start and then Luke, I'll I'll let you cover since you know Dan even better than I do. Yeah. Um, So obviously, I'll let Luke talk on the state of US rowing, but the in Waco, it's this amazing place where you have this, you really do have the heart of Texas here. It is like, you know, I'm I'm, maybe it's my Wacoan coming out in me, but like, Austin's not really Texas. It's it's, (laughs) and Dallas is a big city in Waco. You really have this incredible yeah, it's a city that obviously the Magnolia effect has not hurt it. It's been incredible. It's the, the silos here are the number one tourist destination in of Texas. And mm-hmm. um, one of the top ones in the entire country, believe it or not. And so this economy has just been restarted in this city that has so much culture on in all different kinds of backgrounds. And, um, you know, it's just rowing is one of the things that, you know, the community I've never experienced a city so willing to listen and learn about a sport that can offer so much, and it's been incredible. The amount of community support we've had has been remarkable. And uh, Luke, I'll let you touch on the U.S. part.
0: Yeah, cool.
2: Yeah, I guess. um, I guess from a you know a national perspective. I think the the entire rowing community is in agreement that we want to grow the sport, and we want to um, we want to become even more competitive than we are now uh, domestically, internationally, at the Olympics. Uh, we want to increase the number of participants uh, and competitors in rowing, uh, and so there's a real push to do it. And um, I be- I believe in that push. Um, I, I rowing has given me so much. Um, I want to do whatever I can to contribute to the to the mm-hmm. growth of rowing. So in speaking with Matt, there really was this very unique opportunity for me in terms of what my skill sets are, which is coaching youth athletes and regatta management um, to be able to come in. And as Matt said, work work hand in hand with a city that is so open to something that they know very little about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there is Baylor rowing, there is the um, there is rowing in Waco, um, and, and we don't want to diminish that, but the true potential of what can be there, I think is what's most exciting to us in terms of the number of regattas we can host per year, winter training camps, and building a youth program from the ground mm-hmm. up. And And I think that's an interesting distinction and an advantage that we have in what we're doing is that we are entering into this conversation of uh, diversity, of inclusion, of growth in the sport. And we're entering from a position from the ground up. We're not an established club that's been there for 50 or hundred years. We're a new club. And so it gives us flexibility and leverage in terms of how we're approaching this so that we are serving uh, the community, uh, the entire Waco community uh, to the best of our ability.
0: That's so cool. Now, I mean, as as someone who's been rowing for just ten years, so I'm like a late arrival to the sport. Even though I went to the University of Washington, um, I just I'm wondering what you know. There's a lot of emphasis on the youth. Are you also thinking about um, bringing on masters programs and and other types like para rowing and uh, veterans and things like that? Or?
1: I I'll, I'll yes. yeah the answer is yes uh our initial focus is strictly well not strictly but 95 percent on the youth right now but the answer to that question is yes um we're just in a situation where uh, we're putting we're putting all of our energy yeah. into the youth but as we expand uh absolutely um yeah cool. we, we do have we you know there are we do have adult who Tons of adults have actually reached out to us, and uh, some of them actually we've we've unearthed rowers in Waco, which has been a, which has been an exciting aspect of this. But, so, the answer yeah. is with the focus on youth.
0: So, if I come down there, can I find a single? And of course, go so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good or a double. I, I do it doubles, do and quads. I love quads. Um, yeah. So, the next slide in your amazing slideshow is. Um, So what have we done? The top of the line equipment acquired and funded. So what, yeah. So that, is this kind of like a major uh, activity of yours, like getting funding and um, is that, is that hard? Is it flowing more easily now?
1: Yeah, Um, we have a very, Again, one of the things when I got down here is, and and Luke and I have worked hard is to establish a excellent board, both locally and nationally. Um, mm-hmm. We have, you know, national rowers. We have national experts in different assets, education, um, regattas. Luke and, uh, but yeah, no, we, we we also have a generous board philanthropically, and uh, there's been some excellent community leaders who have backed this. We're working directly with the city of Waco, and they are backing this, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was one of the, that I remember coming into a meeting and, you know, wanting to expand this into communities of underserved youth. Um, we all know it and um, it's not, we're not the first ones to try and do this. We're just trying to be the ones to do it really right. And uh, one mm-hmm. of the things we did was we did, we wanted to make sure that we, that no matter what background a kid or home a kid was coming from they were getting access to the best equipment that everybody else is rowing and that's such a it's a hurdle that some clubs aren't fortunate enough to be able to jump over that we want to make sure we can
0: i see that you're one of the points here is that you're never going to lose a race or miss a college scholarship because of cheap equipment (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) are you sticking with hudson equipment or you do you
1: I'm a big believer in Hudson's equipment. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. And they've been, they've been incredibly supportive of us. They're so generous.
0: Yeah. Such a great company. Um, yeah. Anything to add to that, Luke?
2: Uh, I think, I, I think Matt's covered it, but uh, yeah, fundraising is a huge part of it, but we're very targeted in what we're raising funds for. It's not mm-hmm. a general campaign as of today. It's not a general campaign to raise X millions of dollars for a boathouse. Um, instead, We're very interested in creating uh funding uh that allows us the best programming best equipment and and best coaching that we can provide for the athletes um and out of that it's that creates proof of concept which then will help us in the fundraising efforts for the boathouse uh, and eventual larger boathouse Mm -hmm. build which we will need
0: so this this picture of this boathouse is that what's there now is that a nice building and
1: Oh, it's incredible! It's yeah. actually it's a, it's an ep- if if you have the Magnolia Network or have cable and Magnolia is one of your channels. It's and it, it, the construction of this boathouse was actually an episode on a show called Restoration Road, um
0: Ooh.
1: where one of our board members is uh part of the show and involved with Magnolia and Discovery Channel. And it was built by uh, it was on it's Clint harp's show, and it was it was from Luke. You might you might know more than me because I'm I've, it's been a while since I've seen the episode, but what they do is they deconstruct these beautiful wood buildings and they bring them piece by piece and erect them. And hes they've done it all over the country. I mean, it's incredible work. Uh, Luke, I think you should tell about the story. I'll about
0: it. It. Maybe in the, like, the post-production, I'll, I'll put a few of these things up on social media because this is yeah. like, fascinating. It's so cool. It's a
1: gorgeous building. Luke, what does yeah. it smell like?
0: Yeah.
2: I, I'm sorry? I'm,
1: what does it smell like in there, Luke?
2: Yeah. It just, it, 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 it's amazing. I mean, there's, these wood, the the wood that's used you know, oh. reclaim wood and is, is from barns that are a hundred years or or hundreds of years old. Yeah. And you just walk in there and it just has that established boathouse smell, right? If you've ever been in it. the Harbor Boathouse or you, you know, you've ever been in some of the older structures and older boathouses across the United States, there's just, there's, you, you just recognize it instantaneously when you walk in. And so, Um, this, you know, although this structure is new, the bones Mm -hmm. of it are, have this rich history. And so you Mm -hmm. walk in and it just, it literally just smells like rowing. There's really no other way to describe it, but it's really, I walked in the (laughs) boathouse and I was like, here we are. I've, you know, this, this makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. So, but your plan is to build, you know, as you expand programs to build more, you're going to need a, a larger capacity.
1: Without question. Yeah. The, the brick and mortar boathouse is undeniably the future, but yeah. to, to walk into a, <laughs> you know, I, there's a lot of incredible clubs that I have immense respect for that got their start out of a shipping container. So I they,
0: know. Like there's so many, like even, uh, isn't it Philadelphia community rowing PCR? They've they're, grown. They're, yeah, they their, it, water, yeah. their water launch, I believe.
1: Okay. Yeah. And yeah. it's a, uh, yeah, that's, I'm not, I've left Philly since the dredging yeah. has really been going, but, the, um, but even like a, a club, you know, Malvern Prep, which is a club I grew up racing against, they start and they're, you know, they're incredible, I
0: know.
1: incredible history. It, it, incredible.
0: Yeah, it, it's really kudos to them because, you know, it shows you, you don't need to have a elaborate structure to have a nice. Well, they,
1: now so. they fortunately do, but they. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, well, it's always a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah.
1: it's um, yeah to be able to walk into this and have this as a starting point has been a, a tremendous blessing. Right,
0: right. And uh, so before uh, the next uh, next topic we have um, is focused on one of my favorite uh, rowing inclusion advocates, Arshay Cooper. And did he? So how did how did this come about? How did, he came down and did a. Uh, one of his presentations with with the uh, high school kids or in wake up
1: yeah I'll, I'll i'll start and Luke, you take over yeah. um, I just uh, so yeah i got in touch with arshay um via uh, dan walsh and you know cuz one of the things that i wanted to do down here in a in a town that literally really doesn't know anything about rowing or has to, you know doesn't even know what a boat looked like um, mm-hmm. I was like this is the perfect opportunity to serve a community a sport that is incredible to to be both elite and competitive but also to um yeah give them the life lessons that we all know rowan can grant and it's our it started with him coming down and it turned into us being a most beautiful thing inclusion fund recipient um Mm -hmm. and i've I've become he's become an incredible friend and and honestly just people just need to listen to him He knows. i know
0: right yeah he's been on the show a few times and i i'm trying to get him back you know because we did a whole piece on with all the members of the rowing crew from from uh, manly high school you know yeah. so yeah it, was, it just you know i i think he's going to be huge um benefit to the sport just his efforts and I don't know where he gets his energy actually, but it's
1: incredible. I mean yeah, the, yeah. the guy's really an artist. And mm-hmm. you know, Luke, I'll let you touch on it because I know you've been in rowing even longer than I have. And we it's a it's a it's a really good confluence of events that Arshe Cooper is involved with us and that we also stumbled upon a pilot school that we're really working with that has been absolutely incredible. And Luke, please tell him about La Vega High School and uh, ISD rather. Yeah, so
2: La Vega Independent School District in in Waco, um, they're incredible. I mean, their their openness to the to rowing and you know, from the administrative level to the parent level to the student level is is tremendous. And and uh, when Matt was speaking with La Vega, they did a very smart thing and they uh, posted a poll, uh, an online poll that parents and and kids could be a part of. And strong support on the part of the kids and overwhelming support for rowing on the part of the parents. And so, okay, well, the way that they were open to it, that that's fantastic. And so, you know, Matt and Arshay worked together and Arshay came down and presented uh, to La Vega. And that was an absolutely incredible experience to be a part of, you know, having read the book, having seen -hmm. the documentary, you know, there's a connection to it. And then to actually be able to sit in, and to listen to our who will tell you he's a storyteller and boy, is he ever, um, he, he conveys an incredible message. And there's, there's a lot of takeaways for anyone mm-hmm. who listens to his message. And, you know, it was, it was amazing to see these young men and women on the edge of their seat, just leaning yeah. in and leaning in and le- the more that he spoke, the more that these, these athletes, you know, leaned in and, mm-hmm. And it's been, a, we, we've had an incredible response because of people like Arshe, because of the administrators at La Vega, because of the parents and students at La Vega. And so there are some unique qualities that exist in Waco um, that, you know, are credit to the people that are showing interest in what rowing can be. And, you know, we have skill sets and we're working very hard to provide the best coaching possible, the best regatta experiences possible. But at the end of the day, it really is about these youth athletes deciding for themselves that yeah. this is what we want to do. And people like Arshay are the best people for any youth athlete to be listening to and become inspired about what rowing can do for you at any level of participation. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it, I cannot say enough about Arshay and his mission and what he's doing yeah. in the community. And he's a tremendous leader and has been, um, I've really just been honored to be
0: yeah. working
2: with him and and, so- and contributing to, um, to this vision uh, because I think it is uh, a tremendous vision um, and it is the future of rowing, it really is.
0: Yeah, I saw him, I met him in like 2019, I think, or 18, 2018, before the movie was made and CRI. And he, he was talking, you know, and I think Mary Mazio was there who had produced the movie. Um, and they were kind of starting that in developing the movie, but after he spoke, all these Roe Boston kids came up and there was like this crowd around him. It was, it was so, it was wonderful to see, you know, and, um, you know just to to see someone like them, you know, speaking in a position of authority and and inspiring them was was really cool to see. but uh, so our Shay will be uh, it will <laughs> he he's the greatest, but we have a a couple of more slides, and then we're kind of running short on time, but I you know this is fine. We can go as long as we need to um swimming lessons what is this what is the significance of this um Um, event here
1: i will gladly tell you um so (laughs) you know i uh i um when i moved to texas i i went around to all different schools and just to be clear the vega is a pilot school we are focusing on them first because they're Uh And so wonderful but eventually we will not even eventually but we we are looking to expand within the rest of waco but when i first moved to texas i there it, it's it, it's obviously a, po- a poverty uh correlation but it's also a texas and southern correlation where i, I moved to waco and i was and i, I mentioned to a, a one of our lead board members who's been instrumental in this a gentleman by the name of steve case and i was like steve where on earth are all the swimming pools it's every, you know a lot of people have them in their backyards but in terms of public swimming pools there are none so i um you know steve it was funny we had some banter um and uh he but you know we got this um sw- a swimming grant uh from the cooper foundation who has been instrumental in this and this is something i really do take personally um you can't bring rowing into a You can't introduce rowing into a community or underserved who can't swim. Um, Not all of them can't swim, but it is an issue. And then it's just about building trust. So we Uh Cooper Foundation Uh partnered with the. uh, We introduced them to the Greater Williamson County Y, and it's just not that hard. You know, one grant, and we're getting. I mean, it's it's well over a hundred kids swimming lessons in two two weeks two-week bro- two blocks, and it's, yeah. it's eight hours, and that's all it takes. And, you know, if you go on our Instagram, you can see videos of kids who were scared to jump in water on one day, and then a week later, they're swimming a lap, you know? It's not about being an Olympic swimmer. It's just about a, having an essential life skill. And yeah. not all of those kids have to go on to be rowers, but they need to be able to learn how to swim. And if you're going to come into a community that doesn't know what your sport is, you have to you have to start with the basics and start yeah. with foundational pillars that are going to create a program that's going to be sustainable for decades. And that's, so that was, we're really proud of that. And we're really also proud of the partners that got that done and believed in yeah. the mission and pulled that through.
0: Kudos to you. That's just, I remember Arshay talking about that as well. You know, like that's kind of transportation, you know, meals, uh, swimming, you know and then you know those are like the, the ground background for for starting a rowing interest in rowing um so this is kind of what you were talking about with dan walsh and and luke visiting la, la vega how many other schools are there in, in waco high schools
1: quite a few uh, uh-huh. there's waco isd Connolly, isd and uh, well, plenty um and we're not going to leave them behind and we're going to yeah. introduce this to anybody who's willing there's also a number of private schools and uh we're open to them too uh we're just kind of under the mindset that if we don't start yeah a community that's traditionally underserved and doesn't have the same amount of access um if you don't start there then um you know, the kids from the private schools are, it's an, it's an inevitability. This water is so strong and so good.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah. Luke, I mean, do you have anything to add on that?
2: Yeah, I think, um, I think, you know, a mission statement for us is to maintain club status um, and not have any scholastic teams under the, on, you know, in the boathouse. And that's not because we're trying to exclude anything or control anything, but because our vision of this is that regardless of what school you go to, regardless of who you are, it's about everybody coming together under the same roof, the same boathouse, this with a common purpose. And, and I think that that is the evolution of this. It's not, um, you know, true movement forward in DEI uh, is everybody working together under a common purpose and common goal. Uh, And so that's what we're looking to do with the youth. Mm -hmm. And when you say scholastic
0: programs, you mean like, some school coming in and just running their program out of here and
2: just saying, Hey, we're this high school and it's our program. We, you know, one of the things that I really enjoyed about my high school program, the San Diego rowing club uh, was, it was a club and it allowed Mm -hmm. me uh, to row with people from my high school. uh, But it also allowed me to row with a bunch of people from various high schools around San Diego who I never would have met otherwise and who are to this day, some of my best and most reliable friends. And so, Um, I believe that that is is critical uh, to what we're doing in Waco, because to Matt's point, we are starting with La Vega. But eventually we want Mm -hmm. to include any youth athlete um, from any of the high schools who wants to come and row um, under this common purpose, which is competition. And yes, we are seeking uh, greater participation. Uh, but we're really seeking competition. And we think that we're in a position to mm-hmm. be competitive. Um, there are so many high schools and so many uh, student athletes throughout Waco um, and getting getting them activated and, and getting them uh, coached up. We think we can have a, a very competitive team here uh, in a short period of
0: time. Well, it sounds like you've you've got the the secret sauce. That's just it's so great to to hear what you're doing down there. And uh, my my my. Uh, in-laws live in, in Denison, Texas, so I might be down and take an extra trip down to see you. Do it. We can do that, yeah. Uh, let's just uh, recap or wind this up um, because we're running out of time. But um, what's going on this summer? Like, are there, you know, besides getting ready for the regatta in no- November, which is in the date of that is what again? November?
2: November 6th. November so 6th. We're also doing an indoor event on the 5th with uh, Concept 2. And uh, so we'll be using uh, the suite of Concept 2 machines, uh, Rowing Machine, Bike, and Ski Erg. Uh, it'll be a competition that'll be uh, lasting throughout Saturday. We're happy to get you that information. It's, we're putting it all together right okay. now. Uh, Katie, who's in charge of, of uh, Concept 2's uh, education and, and training, uh, she's conceptualizing this event and we think it'll be a, a fun event for people to experience on the Saturday. And then the race itself, we started with a one day race um, as we're an upstart, but eventually we will like to make a, a weekend of this
0: for sure. Great. Yeah. And you're race director and head coach. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Matt, what is your position there?
1: I'm executive director and <laughs> um, just to just really quick, cause I really wanted to touch on it. It's sure, sure. uh so to answer your question, is we're continuing swimming lessons. Uh, school starts earlier in Texas, so school starts in a couple of weeks. And so mm-hmm. we're working on a. We actually have a meeting tomorrow with La Vega on finalizing some, uh, you know, strict fall programming. There, they, I can't speak a, highly enough about that. Um, that ISD, they um, they've bought in, they've done their homework. Um, it's they're just an incredible school, um, and they deserve the recognition that. They deserve recognition because they've really i I, mm-hmm. I truly believe they're going to be one of the sports that one of the schools that plays a major role in our sport sport going forward but i also i've fallen in love with waco i've lived in new york so i lived in ithaca when i was in college but other than that i've lived in new york city and i've lived in philadelphia so to come to waco is a pretty big gap and i just i, I really want to speak highly to it it's, it's been remarkable everybody from people on TV shows, to people, to private equity, to, to to, mm-hmm. shows, to, to just community leaders in all facets of the community have, have really, it's just, a, it's a remarkable place. I mean, yeah. I, it, I don't need to do a tourism pitch because they're already doing quite well, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's, um.
0: I mean, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, it's not like, you said, Austin, you know, it's like what everybody thinks of as the cool and groovy city in Texas, but but I love it that you've found this kind of unknown, previously unknown um, place to do this and that you're doing something really fabulous. Um, but thank you so much for uh, letting us know. And then, like I said, we are going to be, um, you know, we'll, we'll keep updating the website. Uh, the, the blog post for the this episode is uh, readybrousa.com slash waco-rowing-center but just go to the readyrowusa.com and it's the latest latest episode up there and so if there's anything else you want us to put up you know i can add to that and just you know keep keep people um informed about what you're doing so thank you so much and uh let me just uh wind out here with a couple of plugs for our uh, if you if you uh Review us on ReadyGrow USA, the hashtag Ready Grow USA. You can win cool gadgets, and maybe the guys here at Waco can offer some uh, gadgets or services or something. Um, we 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 uh, search for the hashtag once in a while and and uh, give fun fun things to people. Um, we have a, a amazing uh, lineup coming up this fall. We have an episode in September about uh, previewing the fall head races, which will add the Waco Regatta to that, and, uh, and also uh, Rowing to Recovery with Kirsten Klein, a world champion indoor rower who is very upfront and frank about her recovery and her sobriety and how rowing has played into that and uh, supported that. We have a lot of uh, good gadgets and uh, gear episodes uh, that we mention, and you know, rowing, rowing. Uh, I always, I've never met a gadget. I, I didn't want to try for <laughs> for my rowing and they've not all, they've not all transformed my rowing, but uh, I loved kind of checking them out. So send us those. Um, and we do on the ready We have forms that you can fill out. So just, Send us like like Luke and Matt uh, filled out our form, and now we're we're highlighting them on the show. So we'd love to do that for for our clubs if you're listening out there, um, you know, or just your individual accomplishments. We'll just mention it. It's it's, uh, it's what we're all about. Uh, gadgets and gear. I mentioned that, and then I've got a couple. I've got a publishing company called Pierce Press. We have a sort of water-related uh, children's book coming up. Um, supporting the ocean conservation. And we have a, a couple other children's books. So piercepress.com is for that. And thanks again to Resolute Sykes, um, Burnham Boat Slings, and and uh, Good Inklings for sponsoring and us, helping us keep the bits and bites flowing. Anything else you'd like to say before we close out, guys?
1: Just... Thank you for what you do, and thank you for having us on, and thank you for, you know, continuing You're to give exposure. You do a really good job, and we appreciate you having us on.
0: You're welcome. And you can uh, – we'll we'll have this on our website, but um, I also will be sharing with you the video and audio files, so if you want to kind of clip those up and use them for your own purposes, that's great. Thank you so much. Thanks, for everyone, for tuning in, and please follow and review us on your podcast apps and – on YouTube, and uh, we'll keep doing this. Awesome. Thanks guys. Wait, we have one comment. Oh God Angela Plafkin, do you know who Angela?
2: I do. Yes. yes, so if you're coming yeah. to Waco and you're going to the regatta, contact the Hilton.
0: The Hilton <laughs> so Angela,
2: yes. Angela Angela is our liaison at the Hilton. She's tremendous. I love uh, they have got a great yeah. Hilton there right on the waterway, so uh please, by all means.
0: Well, uh, I've got a rewards them program them with the Hilton, so I, I I try and go there whenever. Perfect. Yeah. So, Perfect. So thank you guys. We'll uh we'll close here and then we'll we'll have you back on in in not in the not too distant future. It's great. Thank you. Thank you.